Even in English, it comes from Lashon Kodesh. What, what, what is another name for a fight? Perhaps the word of the day, it's, like an, it's not a typically used word, but even in English, you can call a fight a dust-up. They'll call it a dust-up, which it comes from the Torah. Vayavik. Vayavik is it's called the dust-up, and they're both rolling in the dust. So Vayavik means they had a dust-up. They rolled in the dust together, they were fighting. And a man fought with him until the morning. Vayar, and the man saw Kilo he couldn't He couldn't conquer Yaakov Avinu. This man saw he couldn't conquer Yaakov. So he touched his thigh. The man does some damage. He can't get him down. He can't. I'm a very visual learner. I picture like this MMA battle where a guy's trying to do a takedown. Can't do a takedown. He resorts to a strike. Like if I can't get him to the floor, he can't get him down. He touches his thigh. And the Yerech of Yaakov was, was, it, it, it went out of its spot. It was displaced. He inflicted some damage on the Yerech. On the, on the Yerech of Yaakov Avinu, the thigh, if you will, of Yaakov. In his dust-up with Yaakov Avinu, he actually got him on his thigh. Very, very vague, like he does some damage to Yaakov, he gets his thigh. The Torah is like broadcasting this dust-up. And he got him on the thigh. You're picturing Yaakov Avinu's face is on the Kisei HaKavim. One of the greatest people who ever lived. It's a very difficult visual. We would think about our Rebbeim, you put of Chaim Kenevsky in here, and you're trying to like visualize like this dust-up, this massive fight. Of, and somehow this ish, this man, gets him on the thigh. And then all of a sudden, very mis- mysteriously, the Torah says, Shalcheni. All of a sudden, the angel's begging for mercy. The angel's tapping out all of a sudden. The last Pasuk just says the angel got him on his thigh. The next Pasuk, without telling us what Yaakov did to him, says, The angel says, let me go. Send me. Clearly he's in some chokehold or something. He can't go. And he taps out. He says, send me. Ki Allah For the morning has come. Sounds like the fight went the entire night. Long fight. There's a serious struggle. And he says, The morning has come. No, I'm not sending you. No. Until you bless me. Awfully weird. You're just you're pounding the stuffings out of each other. So I'm not sending you till you bless me. Bench me. Give me a bracha. The angel, they're beating each other. They're not exactly friends. I want a bracha from you. love. And then, so the angel, in wanting to bless him, says, What's your name? They've been fighting all night. It's not exactly a time for introductions. Now he wants a bracha in the morning. And he says, What's your name? And he says, My name is Yaakov. My name is Yaakov. Vayoymer. Now, why does he need to know his name to give him a bracha? The name of a person is the essence of a person. To give a good bracha, the bracha you give to one person, another person is not going to be the same. To give a bracha, he has to understand his essence. Say, so ask him, what's your name? Tell, let, me, let me understand your essence, and then I can bench you. See, so he says, what's your name? He says, my name is Yaakov. That's his essence. I used to have a hobby when a guy would leave yeshiva. I would try to speak about him using his name. To understand the person through his name. 
Because the name of a person is his essence. Shma Garam. In the words of the Gemara, your name causes your essence. Based on what your name a person gives a lot of kaychas to a person. It creates who he is naming a person, a person's name. So he says, what's your name? He says, Yaakov. Vayoymer, says the angel in giving him his bracha. Your name will no longer be Yaakov, Kim Yisroel. Your name now is called Yisroel. It changed from Yaakov to Yisroel. And our people for history, this change of name for history, were called Klal Yisroel and we're called the base Yaakov. We get both names, Yaakov and Yisroel. Matoivoy Alecha Yaakov, Mishkanoisecha Yisroel. For history, we are known as Yaakov and Yisroel. The Malach adds a new Bechina. He adds a new attribute to Yaakov Avinu and he calls him Yisroel. Your name is no longer Yaakov, it's Yisroel. Why? You have fought. With, with angels, Imelikim is angels, the Imanashmaut men Batuchal. You now have two names. You have a name Yaakov and Yisro. Now it's interesting, you would think from then on he's only called Yisro. He says, he says to him that your name is no longer Yaakov, Tim Yisro. In one of the most fascinating Psukim in the Torah. The verse after he's called Yaakov, Yisrael. They're no longer going to say your name's Yaakov, Tim Yisrael. I find it one of the funniest psukim. Is the next pasuk is like Yisrael Yaakov. Yaakov asks him. Did this pasuk not read the pasuk before? God wrote the whole Torah. You see what just happened? He says to him, your name is no longer Yaakov Kim Yisroel. Your name is now Yisroel. Yisroel signifies you fought and won. Yisroel signifies victory. Yaakov signifies struggle. Whenever it says Yaakov, it means the Yid at a lower state. Yisroel is a Yid at his highest state. That's always the way it is. Yaakov means what? The heel. Yaakov means at the beginning. Akeb, the heel. The lowest part of the person. Yaakov represents the struggle, the beginning. And Yisrael represents victory. And at this moment, when he beats the angel, he changes his name. The angel in complete submission wants to run. It's morning and Yaakov has him in a chokehold. And he says, free me. He says, you ain't going anywhere until you bless me. And he gives him a new name, Yisrael. And he says, Yaakov will not be said alone as your name, Kiyim Yisroel. Only Yisroel. And the next Pasuk says, Vayishal Yaakov. And Yaakov asks, you tell me your name. Why does it say Yaakov asks? The angel just said your name's not Yaakov anymore. Slightly problematic. I want to tell you a pshat. It's Ba'if and Drash. This is not, there are no simple pshatim to this. If you, if you think this whole story is simple, he has this karate match and, and the guy pounds his leg. If you think this story is simple, you're wrong. You're simply wrong. And you don't really have, was there a physical fight? Everything the Torah says is true. There clearly was some physical fight, but there was something very deep going on. The battles were complex. The battles were, 
of, of Chachma by nature as well. There were deep things going on here. Chazal tell us, David, when it says he hit his thigh, that he couldn't attack Tyra, he attacks the support of Tyra. That there are always weaknesses in the support of Tyra. Even that is not simple what that means. That he got the, Yaakov represents Tyra. The Yishroel, he got the thigh. There are a lot of deep things. But I want to speak about a specific aspect of life that I think is going on in the dual names of Yaakov. Yaakov Yisroel, Yaakov Yisroel. And immediately after he's named Yisroel, it's Vayishal Yaakov. The Torah makes a point. Vayishal Yaakov. And Yaakov, who remains Yaakov, asks the angel, Hagidin Hashemecha, please tell me your name. He remains Yaakov. And what I want to say, is that in life, by us, there are two aspects to our life. There's the struggle and victories. The struggle and victories. And I've said this before to the guys. I said this word concerning the ladder. That Yaakov Avinu at the moment of arrival sees a ladder. All of life represents the following two parts. Embracing the struggle... There's nothing wrong to have struggled. And people can ignore the struggle and diverge. They could just push themselves away from the struggle. There's extreme ways. Society is drugging a lot. Everybody's taking marijuana. Everybody's drinking. There's a way to divert yourself from the struggle. It doesn't have to be done with marijuana and drinking. And the firmest and most clean amongst us divert in plenty of ways. In all different ways, people divert from the struggle. They'll focus on all different things, anything but the struggle. And that's embracing the struggle, facing up the struggle. Somebody I'm close to is a brilliant person. And an understanding person just told me this morning a story. This morning. They told me they're a Ben Taira, Chashiva Ben Taira. And this person told me that they bought a beer. They like beer. Not, no, they don't drink a lot. They're very strong. They like beer. It does good things for them. A little alcohol. And they don't abuse it at all. And the person bought a beer during the week, but made a commitment that I'm not drinking the beer until Shabbos. They put it in the fridge. And I'm not drinking it till Shabbos Kodesh. Strong person, old person, a growing person, gonna do it. Mom, it's just a beer. I'm not drinking till Shabbos. They know that I don't want it to own me. They put it in the fridge. The next two days, they had the worst two days like of the year. They started disliking where they were and having all different problems. And after two days, the person figured out that the whole struggle, I just wanted the beer. It was just a way of rationalizing to myself, go take the beer. So the, they were making up this problem, that problem. When they called it out, they, they didn't, they, they, everything got good again. You're not taking the beer until Shabbos. And then everything got good. They stopped being upset. They were getting upset at the shear they were in, the yeshiva they were in. And it was all, I just want to get the beer. So we all have ways of diverting from the real struggle. When they called out the real struggles, you want the beer. When you call out and face up to the Yaakov, to the struggle, a person has success. When they face up, I'm struggling with something. I'm not going to divert. I'm not going to blame this, look at that. People all through their lives find ways to divert from the struggle. If you think the drug, the guy who's doing drugs is, doesn't talk, I don't do drugs, I have no problem, I've never struggled with drugs, with alcohol, and I promise I have a drug problem, I have the diverting problem, the same as any drug addict. We all, every single human being has a diverting problem. 
He diverts with drugs. That's a that's a blatant way to divert. Other people are much more subtle. It might be sports, by the way. I don't say there's anything wrong with following sports. I know people who divert from their life's worries. They think about sports. They obsess on sports. I'm not doing anything wrong with following game. I'm talking about people who divert. And they, they obsess. Whenever they start, they just, their mind starts taking over about thinking about some player instead of focusing on an issue that they need to deal with. You can divert with all different things in our lives. All, people divert with chesed. I'll even say people divert with limerat Torah. You heard me and I meant it. People divert with limerat. I know masmidim who are avoiding their issues. You heard me and I meant it. Divert with limerat Torah. Rav Hutner said it. The guy diverts. Instead of facing up, the guy, the guy needs to become a better man, become a better husband. He diverts with limerat Torah. He's weiter the same drug addict. He's not facing up to the struggle, to the difficulty that he needs to look at, stare in the face, and work through. It's much easier to focus on something else. The name Yaakov represents embracing the struggle. Working on it, facing up, not diverting. What's bothering me? What do I need to work on? What's the challenge? What's my Nisayan that I need to face? That's the name Yaakov. When a Yid wins, he gets the name Yisroh. And this is what I want to say, Rabbi say. The art of a successful growing person is the celebration of my successes, feeling a sense of arrival. There are people who only have struggle. They embrace struggle. They don't know it's possible victory. They don't believe in victory. There are a lot of singers who sing about struggle. There are a lot of big thinkers. There's a Goyesha singer who died a year ago. A brilliant man. I heard interviews with him. Leonard Cohn. Brilliant musician. Brilliant man. And he ran away from Frumkite, a certain brand of Frumkite, where he said, I ran away from that brand also. It has nothing to do with Judaism. He ran away from a group that he felt didn't recognize that it's okay to struggle. That struggle's acceptable. And he ran away from that. But I say, to, hearing his interviews and hearing his songs, that he never found the name Yisrael. There are people who don't know, they embrace struggle. There's nothing wrong to struggle. Yeah, but there's everything wrong with not having Yisrael also. Success is also possible. Victory is also possible. Yisrael and Yaakov. And when you have Yisrael, you don't end the Yaakov. Celebrate, and of course... Guys will tell me, there's a profound idea here. Guys will tell me, I don't want to make the same. I don't know the Masechta, though. That's the opposite of everything I stand for in this world. I think it's the opposite of Torah. It's the opposite of that your name is Yaakov and Yisroh. Embrace struggle, know that victory is Shaykh. Celebrate like mad victory and then embrace struggle. Celebrate like mad victory, struggle. The, the person who's stuck on the Yaakov becomes a person, first of all, doesn't believe it's possible to have successes. It's just one big struggle and you can't have victories. That's wrong. And also an insatiable sense of I can never get where I need to get to. To be insatiable, I never can be happy, I'll never be Sameach B'chelkoi. You need the Yisrael component. You need to embrace struggle and also celebrate. The night of your seeing, one of the most pathetic things to say is, I, I, could know, I could know it better. I'll ask a bacha, how was your year? Could be better. Could have been better. It always could have been better. I'm asking, what are you celebrating? 
What are you celebrating? To have the Yisrael component to your life also. Victories, celebration of victories. To get the name and earn the name Yisrael, you've won. You've won and you've had victories. But I still retain the name Yaakov. There's still Vaita struggle. The guys know when a speaker comes here, and so, a lot you find this by McCarvin. They'll tell us, I met this guy in a long ponytail, and I proved to him, and today he's in Kailu and Bnei Brak. I can't stand that story. It's such a lie, that story. And today he's in Kailu and Bnei Brak. There's a tremendous lie to the story. That story pretends that once your name is Yisrael, you'll lose the name Yaakov. You're saying today's in Kailul. Today's one of those guys who has no more struggle. He's sitting in Kailul and every morning he wakes up. Oh, I love Tyra. I love Hashem. I love my all Yidin, my family. <laughs> no more struggle. It's a horrible lie. He got the name Yaakov. He had victories. I told, maybe this Mekarev told him something good and he had a good victory. Maybe. I doubt he had a quick victory. He told him something good and good. He heard something nice. L'chaim. There's Yisrael, their victories, but you always retain the name Yaakov. Kol's man, you're alive. You have the name Yaakov as well. There, there continues to be struggles, as there should be. But it's also Shaykh victories. A lot of the people who figured out that there's nothing wrong with the name Yaakov don't believe you can get the name Yisrael. That you can have victories also. So they get stuck. A lot of these type of poetic singers only talk about struggle. They should also talk about successes. They're good victories and good successes to be had that are shayachtas, Yisrael. Don't confuse because we continue to have struggles. That's what, that's what you have to picture. The guy wasn't from. And he went somewhere with Karavim and he had some victories. And he still retains Yaakov. He's struggling. He's still working. He has a son. He's struggling a lot to relate to. He has a neighbor that he's saying Lashnaran. He's still Yaakov, I promise you. He doesn't live in Bnei Brak. He's still in Hollywood also, I promise. I don't want to hear. Now he lives in Bnei Brak. He lives in Hollywood. He's still struggling. There's still preachers. There's still, there's still all different things in his life. He had victories and he shy after victories. But he's still, after the Malach names him Yisroh, because you've had victories, great victories. Vayishal Yaakov, he yet remains Yaakov. He's still Yaakov. Getting this balance, don't panic from your struggles. Embrace the name Yaakov. That is ours, that we're not afraid of the name Yaakov. Knowing also their victories to be had and celebrating the name Yisroel. We're Yisroel. We're capable of victories. And we have many victories and should have many victories. And celebrate those victories. Embrace the name Yisroel. I own, this till here is not my own. I always wonder. I'm very afraid to say this. This is our enemy. I'm afraid to say what I'm about to say and I don't know I'm right. If you take this as I'm right... Then you're wrong. <laughs> Please don't. Th- I, I want to say a theory. It's our enemy. He names us Yisrael. He's our enemy. So it looks like he completes submission. I tend to wonder that even in his submission, he tried to give a shot to us. He hoped to name us Yisrael and hoped we'd only take the name Yisrael and forget struggle. The goal is after he names us Yisrael, Vayishal Yaakov, the Torah says, and Yaakov Avinu asked him. Yaakov, after being named Yisroel and accepts the name Yisroel and is known as Yisroel, says back to Vayishal Yaakov, no, 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 don't, you named me Yisroel and you gave me a bracha, but don't think you can harm me by me only saying I'm Yisroel. 
to me, there's nothing as bad. A school throws out a guy who's struggling. I want a yeshiva. This is what I want to happen at a meeting, Shlema. Listen what I think should happen. Listen what should happen. The, Re- the Rosh Yeshiva and the Rebbe are talking. This and this Bach is damaging the Yeshiva. He's engaged in behavior. He's being Mechal Shabbos. It's terrible for guys to see Chal Shabbos. But says the Rebbe back, the conversation, but one second. If we throw him out, Bachram are going to think, if we throw him out, that to struggle, you're out of there, he means he's having difficulties. He's having, and he's having losses. He's being, he's in a fight. If we throw him out, are guys going to think our name's only Yisrael? Struggle's not allowed, and no, no, nobody will struggle in my school. What message are we giving by rejecting the struggle? Or struggle not okay? The terrorist says we don't want that struggle in our school, so we're defining the struggle. We only let a certain struggle, but let's say, guys, so let's say quietly the good boy has a struggle that we wouldn't find acceptable. He has to hide that struggle. That's not a so we pick the struggle now. So we only advertise, we only allow the following struggle in our school. If you have the wrong struggle, you're not okay. Let's say a guy has the wrong struggle. He'll be very secretive about it. That's not a struggle. But he didn't choose his struggle. The conversation has to be before you reject the guy. But maybe we're going to teach that our name is only Yisrael, not Yaakov. We only celebrate successes. We don't allow the name Yaakov anymore. And perhaps the Sari Shalesav wanted to switch to Yisrael only. Now, by the way, there are people whose name, Leonard Cohn, his name is only Yaakov. He doesn't know about the change to Yisrael. He doesn't know that we're capable of victory. There's singers, a lot of poetic people speak about the struggle, and they're stuck at the struggle. They don't know it's possible to be Yisrael. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not, I don't even want to go there. It's a long sugya. Addicts, when they go to meetings, they say, Hi, I'm an addict. They're saying, Yaakov, you're allowed to have struggle. I do worry that addicts often don't allow for Yisrael to say, I'm doing very well. Let's celebrate. You've done very well. Now, they know this also. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. It's a question of degrees. In a way, I don't want to say I'm an addict. No, I'm a successful person who hasn't done a lot of things in a long time. They're embracing, I do have struggle. There's Yisrael Shayach also. You're Yisrael, look at you, you're prestigious. Celebrate. One of the worst things in a profound way a guy can tell me is I don't make a seem, I don't know myself well enough. A guy will tell me I may have missed, I may not have gotten that Ahmed well enough. Woo, you don't know you don't know the Yisrael part, Ellie. The insatiable one, the never satisfied one, the one who doesn't have to celebrate a success. The perfectionist, which is common today. Yaakov, not Yisrael. The perfectionist, it's not good enough. Hey, I could be better. You notice the flaw, but I did a good zach. Celebrate that wholly and completely. Be satisfied. You fought wars and you won. Celebrate them. Appreciate. Walk around happy. I've told the guys the Gemara, gorgeous Gemara in Brachas, who had Bruna, woke up in the morning and he got up at the perfect time and it said a smile didn't leave his face until Chatzos. We would frown, that's somebody embracing the name Yisrael. We would frown, but yesterday I didn't get up, but who said I'm going to get up tomorrow? But, but, to embrace the name Yisrael, he celebrated a victory, holy and profoundly. Not any sense of but, there was Yisrael. 
We can have victories. We don't have to be stuck in life of struggle. There can be victories, and victories should be noted, celebrated, enjoyed. And he wanted to take it away when he said, Perhaps. Perhaps. He wanted to only be his throne. Perhaps. He was trying to say, now you're in Kailam Yeah. Yaakov said, by Yaakov. I remain Yaakov. I accept the name Yisrael, but he remains Yaakov. That's what I'm claiming. said that? Who said no. I don't know if it's true. Maybe it's true. <laughs> but, what, what, but how does someone think of that? that? What else? Can I, you know, but, what else can you say? Who, uh, whoever else explained these words? Instead, call us. He said, "You're not Yaakov anymore." But Yaakov said, "I am Yaakov. I right. still could be Yaakov." And no one can tell me that I can't be Yaakov. Precisely. And, and you need. I think I think this is the conversation. I think I don't let them know who said it. I think this is part of the conversation, Kevin. And I think when we're I think to leave an immature, childish view to some fight, they beat each other up, and Yaakov's near, fires, and walks away. I think you're missing something. And I think understanding this, understanding this, Yaakov's thigh was hurt is some loss. There was some loss here. And yet, Yaakov Avinu gets the name Yisrael. Rev. Hirsch already points that out. Do you still get the name Yisrael, even though you struggled and, and had some losses? His, his, his leg was hurt. I'm fascinated that the Torah, and this is a fascinating point, if everybody can shloim, if you can bear with me, on this continuing, more sophisticated view of the fight, I am fascinated how the Torah does this. In Pasuk Chavvav, Yaakov Avinu suffers quite the blow. His Yerech, his thigh, gets damaged. Vateka, it got, it got, it got bent out of place. Vateka means that his, that his thigh was like, he got a really solid shot. Somehow his thigh was displaced. Vateka, literally, it was removed from the bone. There was a massive injury here. So I'm following the fight. You ever heard a bad announcer on the radio? I don't want to call him out. But a bad announcer, radio, TV, you see the play yourself. On the radio, you're completely at the mercy of the announcer. My kids and I have a certain announcer. This is, I'm not exaggerating. I wish I was a better imitator of the voice. There's an announcer who, the, remember, you have no visual. You're listening on the radio. So the guy hands the ball off, and this announcer and he runs, he always is between the hashes. I don't know what the hashes, I thought that's a type of potato. But he says, between the hashes, he runs left and right, and he goes on and on, a description, and then you're thinking like the guy, I'm visualizing, the guy is for sure 20 yards ahead. It ends up being a one-yard gain. Anybody who's heard this announcer on the radio knows what I'm talking about. Did anybody, the guy announces, he's, he, he doesn't get it. I'm listening on the radio. I'm completely totally in your visual. And he says, between the hashes, he cuts back to the hashes. He always is with hashes. And he's going on and on. And like you're visualizing, it's a 20-yard gain. And it ends up being he falls forward for a one-yard gain. It could literally be a two-yard loss. You're so mad at the guy. It's a big play in the game. And he handed it off. And the running back's going. Joe Morris is going. I want to make believe I don't listen recently. Joe Morris. Morris is going. He's the Giants running back from 86. So Joe Morris is running, but the guy goes on and on what he did. If I was a good imitator, I would do it. I'm, there's no exaggeration. He'll say like six moves that happen. And a, if Bob Pop is a very good announcer, 
When he describes something, I tell my kids, ask my son, I can announce every single time he calls a play, before he says how, on the radio, he says he ran this, he did this, I say three-yard gain, Bob Pop a second later, three-yard gain. Ask my son, I'm telling the truth, he'll go, he'll announce, you can tell by what he says how many yards gain it was. I'll say five-yard gain, 10-yard gain, 15, and then I'll say 15-yard gain, because he calls it very precise, he's predictable. This other guy says 15 moves and ends up being a one-yard gain. It's not how you're supposed to announce it. It's misleading. Menachem, who's the announcer? I think it's Harlan. Harlan, exactly. Harlan. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Has anybody heard Har- Kevin Harlan ever? Nobody, nobody listens to games on the radio. I think me and my kids are the only ones in the world. I always wonder like, why they have the games on the radio just for us. But okay. You ever heard on the radio, Shlema? Who heard, by hands, who's heard Kevin Harlan announce a game? Ezra Shulman, you ever heard Kevin Harlan? Am I exaggerating what he does? You've heard? Nobody goes on and on what happened, and then, so okay, so it's a 15 yard game, and he falls forward for a gain of one. Bob Papp is the giant, he's one of the best announcers in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You hear what I'm saying? I'm getting to something on the Chumash. Trust me, hold with me. You hear what I'm saying? If you're telling me a lot of things, you're giving an impression of what happened. And then he fell forward for a yard. After all that, he fell over a yard. You just described like all these great things he did. He broke left. He'll literally say, he broke left. Heads to the hashes. Cuts back. It's like, whoa, this guy, in, he's in the clear. And he falls forward for a yard gain. This guy <laughs> It's high fly ball, deep, it's caught. Yeah, he's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> John Sterling, John Sterling. Cho, 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 cho. <laughs> you think we can get a replay on the radio now and play the guy one call from, from Harlan? Menachem, such a thing, Shaykh on the phone. I'd love the guys to hear it. You'll hear what I'm saying on a pasuk. This will be relevant. Is there any way we can get on, on a radio... Benny, you hear what I'm saying? It's going to be relevant to the Pusset. You've ever heard Kevin Harlan? Can we get it on? Who has, who has a smartphone? Get me a call from Kevin Harlan. He does national games. He's a national. He is national. They've got to be on, the, on the one call from Kevin Harlan. Hash is his big word. Do you have a call from him? Second, I'm pulling it up. That'll be great. Amazing what you can get today. No, the call me is like Pop Papa, the best announcer in the world. Check out my YouTube video. This guy's this guy's way up there. He's very. He's. You hear how good a guy is? I'm not exaggerating. A guy is that good that when he doesn't, he just describes the plate how many yards he runs for. You can tell how many yards. That's a consistency to say exactly what he saw that you could tell four yards. I want a one yard game. One yard You have a call from him? The top ten calls. Okay, you ready? I hope on a one. This is not going to be one yard game. Listen up here. I want. I want. I want football. You got any football calls? Listen. He says every. There's the kid. There's a kid. <laughs> you see, that's everything. Oh, his shoe untied. 
He's not a football player. He's not flown forward for his yards. Do we have a football player? <laughs> <laughs> he says every detail of the guy. No, he's, he's tying his left shoe in. You'll hear us now, yeah, the Pusik. Just hold with me. Lahabdul and Infinite Abdullah. Benny, bear with me. There's not a Kevin Harlan schmooze. Benny, you'll see what I'm getting at in a second. I have a whole, the four, it's a four hour thing of the whole Super Bowl. No, no, should, I, no. should I pull up one of them and just like... That's yeah. fine. You'll have to check it out yourselves. It's on, it's available. The bottom line is you have to trust me that he calls a lot of things and then it's a one yard game. So what I want at Sushta, infinite Abdullah, now an Emma, it's just, it's my visual. The tire is broadcasting the fight. And in the broadcast, in Pasach Havav, everybody follow this. Binyamin, please follow this. Vayar kilo yochaloi. The Malach can't get Yaakov, Vayiga Bikaf Yerechai. So he hits his thigh, Vateka Kaf Yerech. He inflicts damage. He inflicts the Yerech of Yaakov when they're fighting. I'm like, whoa, Yaakov's losing, right? You're following the broadcast? He got him. He takes the bone out of place. Vateka Kaf Yerech Yaakov. I'm visualizing. Remember, I'm, I'm, I'm a visual learner, Ari. Come next to me, Ari. You're a visual learner? Picture, picture, picture. You only learn well if you visualize, Kevin. You only learn well. If, you, if the Gemara, you don't visualize, you just like listening dead, then you wonder you're bored. Vinny, visualize. You, you hear the broadcast of fight, and the Malach takes a swipe at Yaakov's thigh, and he, he literally pulls it out of its spot. You're picturing the fight? How's Yaakov doing right now? His bone is out of place, his thigh bone, pretty important. You stand on your thigh bone. Anybody who knows about fighting and all sports is all in the legs. Basketball's in the legs, most sports in the legs. Boxing, for those who know anything about boxing, the main part of boxing is in the feet. It's all in the feet. It's all in the feet. You watch Zevi, anybody, boxers, boxers, what's the main ex- a big action of boxers is they jump rope. It's all in the feet. Yaakov Avinu in this fight, his feet are shot. His leg has been pulled out of the socket. Vateka kaf His thigh has been removed. It's been displaced. You know the next words you're following the fight? Is Yaakov in a good position right now? He's doing bad. Yeah, really bad. His foot has just been displaced. Are you doing well in a wrestling match when your foot, when your thigh... The whole support of yourself has now been a displaced foot. How mad an announcer would you be? You're listening on the radio to an MMA fight. And you say, and the guy's thigh is displaced. And he wins. And he wins. He wins. His thigh was just displaced. You skip part of the broadcast. Now, I'm only relying on radio. I don't have a TV. I'm not watching it. I'm completely relying on Hashem Bini. And he says his foot's been displaced, and then Vayoimer the Malach taps out. Shalcheni, send me Kiola Shachar, I've lost. He gives a crazy blow, and the next Pasit the Malach taps out. No description of Yaakov's fight back, no description of any change of position, just the Malach tapping out. 
You understand why I tzushteled lahabdul infinite abdul? I want the kasha to see. You're saying a terrorist. Do you hear my kasha? Do you see why I tzushteled Kevin Harlan? You can't broadcast this and a different thing happens. If you're listening on the radio, who announces the horse races on the radio? Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson for 40 years announces the horse races on the radio. Dave Johnson, not the Mets manager, Davey Johnson, a different Dave Johnson. You can look it up online to see if I'm right. I don't follow horse racing. I just have no, no a quirky thing. That Dave Johnson calls, look online, look up who has a smartphone, Davey Johnson, see if I'm making this up. I don't know why I know that. Remember, have I even heard one race in my life? Probably not. Popped in my head. Davey Johnson. Dave Johnson. Dave, Dave Johnson. Let's, let's just see if I'm right. Quirky fact. There's many of them. A med announcer, you'll see, you'll see, you'll see. A broadcaster. Somebody, Dave Johnson. David Johnson, she's going to come with the running backs. No, no, the announcer also. I saw announcer. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not walking. Yeah, let's see. Where, where is it? <laughs> oh, no! Dave Johnson, horse broadcaster. No one heard. Davy Johnson, horse broadcaster. Okay, I got it right. Fine. Kids are at barn, guys. So you're listening to Dave Johnson call a horse race. And he's describing a horse that's in the lead. They're coming down the stretch and Secretarian is about to cross the finish line. He's miles ahead. And then he says, uh, Maish wins. You didn't even broadcast Maish was in the top five. What was say Maish wins? You missed something. The Tyra broadcast the fight, Benny. The Malach pounds Yaakov, and the next word is the is the is the Sare Shalesa quits. Shalcheni send me. Tap out, I'm out. Didn't you just inflict the death blow? The answer Rabbi said that I want to say to everybody here, Michal, is making a mistake and falling, the Torah specifically saying is not a loss. That's what's being said here. The Malach displaces his foot. And the Malach taps out. You didn't lose because you made a mistake. You didn't lose. You didn't lose because you have struggled. And Hashem specifically. <coughs> excuse me. Hashem specifically, in saying over what happens, speaks about a Yaakov getting. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ozzy. It speaks about a Yaakov taking a shot. And still saying, the Malach says, I'm tapped out. Specifically saying that taking a shot doesn't mean you lost. It has nothing to do with losing. Not fighting, not caring, diverting, then you lost. If you're in the fight, you didn't lose. And the Torah broadcasts the fight in such a way. He takes a death shot and the Malach taps out. Because it has nothing to do with losing, making a mistake. It has everything with losing, giving up the fight. Saying, that's it, I'm not fighting anymore. Then you lost. Accepting, it's Yaakov. My name's Yaakov. We're on this earth to struggle. To battle, to work, to fight, to try hard, to have victories. So the name Yaakov, and embracing the name Yaakov, not looking at it that something happened, the fight's over. And written that way to teach us that. 
And then knowing we're shaykh to Yisrael, we're shaykh to victories, never giving up the name Yaakov, never saying I don't accept struggle. That's the story of our people. That's what I wanted to share with you. There's much more to talk about this fight as Rev Hirsch. The hour is late. So we will stop here at that. The Gemara Belined, we will keep talking about this battle with Yaakov and Yisrael. Belined, we'll talk more about it tomorrow and over Shabbos. There's a lot I want to talk about this fight. Let's get to Gemara Shem, I say 12 o'clock. Thank you so much. I was thinking about just pocketing it, you know, for himself. I probably would have made more money saying it's David Robinson. I would have liked it. It's like on the clock. Miss Vinny, Vinny's starting. Yeah, yeah, sir.